0: It is 718, the date of September 1st, 2020. And the boys are back. Whoop! Whoop! We're back. The Young Podcast returns once again for another exciting episode. And let's then get we're just, it. let's get it. We're excited. Let's roll. Josh, as we started last episode, we have a new thing. It's a recurring segment. We like to call it. You hate to see it. After this you know week, what? it
1: will be a recurring segment, yes.
0: So it's like one of our first like return segments. So it's exciting. It's like the little niche we found, but consistency, consistency. Yeah. It warms the heart. So it Josh, does. for my, you hate to see it. You know what you hate to see? What? Tom Brady's wife, supermodel Giselle, Giselle. Oh my gosh. Going after Bill Belichick for how she treated her husband in the later days. May I quote this article? She said, It says Giselle went to Mr. Kraft over Belichick treating her husband like Johnny Foxborough. You don't love to see that.
1: (laughs) No, you you don't. You don't. That's bananas.
0: First off, this was talked after uh, the 2018 season. A lot of people, a lot of things are coming out now about that 2018 season, like Tom Brady's injured thumb being a whole lot worse than, uh, was being led on to believe. um, but then I, mean, I completely out,
1: forgot that he had one.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's coming so, out saying that it was like barely hanging on together with the tape. Like he had to get surgery immediately after.
1: So geez. what's
0: crazy is after the man had been with the team for 20 years at that point, and him and Belichick had been around together for 20 years, and it's still that's the relationship you have. It's not looking great.
1: I don't know. I feel like if you if you're around someone for upwards of 20 years you either have an amazing relationship and your best friends or what i guess we're finding out now is you have learned to tolerate each other in front of the cameras and you know get work done
0: yeah i guess that's what they were doing it has to be like in one of those situations you know when you have like we're in a movie or you're on tv show and you have co-stars that you know you can on screen you can work well together but in real life it just doesn't happen it's almost i mean you can tell with robert gronkowski after he retired last year and then all of a sudden tom brady goes to tampa bay and he's like boom get me out get me out to tampa and i mean it's it,
1: just it, it's that it just says i mean how do i say this every player that you've heard go into Um, New England and come out of New England and work somewhere else you it's just a different animal there is a completely different you know standard there and I imagine if you're someone like Rob Gronkowski that can get tedious after a while and you know turn turn a person that should you know how many seasons has he played roughly
0: Brinkowski, I think he's just now 30, so probably eight seasons, eight or nine seasons. So,
1: eight or he, he's a man that probably should have, which is remarkable for his position, you know, 11, 12 seasons is, you know, just getting squeezed the life out of him. Yeah. So, but
0: big props to Tom Brady then for doing it for 20 years.
1: That He's an animal. He's a machine. Yeah. He's a machine.
0: He'd the machine. Crazy. That makes it interesting to see how the whole Cam Newton thing is going (laughs) to work, because obviously Cam Newton's more known to goof around, have a good time, and you have all serious Bill Belichick with the uh, sleeves cut off of the sweatshirt. It just makes things very interesting to see how this is going to work out.
1: I mean, here in like two weeks, we're we're going to start finding out.
0: out. Absolutely, we're about to find out. So that's what I hate to see. What do you hate to see?
1: You hate to see it. Mine's a little. It's not that serious, but it's it's pretty serious. You hate to see it. Last today is September first. Last Thursday, in the great state of Colorado, there was a um, an eighteen wheeler that was driving, and it was it had an interesting haul. It had forty thousand pounds of chicken manure. Oh my lord! And um, it it did not reach its destination. I saw the pictures. I don't know how it fell over, but it, it toppled over on its side. And 40,000 pounds of chicken manure was just spread across this like single. It looked, the picture looked like it was like uh, an off ramp or an on ramp or something. And so it's definitely stopping traffic. And it's just, it's it's a real crappy situation. <laughs> it was a knee slapper. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. You, you really hate to see it, you hate to smell it. Um,
0: I'm sure. Like, absolutely. Obviously, um, we, uh, me and Josh have had several business ventures over our years. One of them happened absolutely. to be working a firework stand in Somerville, Alabama, where there, there is one, where there is one road and every 10 minutes to the dot, a on the truck 10 minutes, just, on the 10 minutes, a chicken truck is just driving by and just stinking up the whole area. And finally around the, the smell yeah, about eight or nine minutes and then you're like, okay, we're good now. Boom. We're, here comes we're good. Another one. <laughs> So yeah. it's especially when they have you like at the road, as Josh had me holding up a sign, so you're yeah. just right there for it. It's not great. So I can only imagine just a thing of just it, chicken it, manure truck just jumping over onto the road. I can only imagine what it's not even like. the
1: chickens. It's just it's just straight up the stinkiest part. It's the manure. So you know, my heart. I, from what I understand, everyone was safe and everyone was okay. You know, except for the smell. Um, my heart goes out to all the people in in that Colorado town how long do you Um,
0: think that lingers for uh
1: you know i don't know i don't know it looked like it was a pretty open area and colorado is pretty cold so uh, a a while there's no way it doesn't last a while it's not going away anytime soon several months is what i would guess i would imagine for several months if you were to stop at that, that point get out of your vehicle and take a deep breath in you would uh immediately regret that decision.
0: I was about to say, what do you think are the are the steps to to take to try to get the smell What's, away?
1: Well it's a natural product, Nick. Yeah. And um I, I really I think you just gotta let it let it ride. I think just you just let gotta it let it ride. Ride its course. You just you gotta let it ride, man. Um I don't think spraying it down I think spraying it down would make it worse. I think it would start to break down more. Um I think you just gotta kind of you know let it do its thing let it decompose you're gonna have a lot of great grass in that area the grass in that area is going to be phenomenal for several years so this silver lining you know you and i have been been trying to find these little teeny tiny silver linings obviously this pandemic has been awful for a lot of people but you know we found three or four very very small silver linings and uh, i guess in this situation where the manure truck toppled over that is one the the landscaping will be immaculate in in colorado
0: Uh, so prayers thoughts and prayers for those (laughs) people who are (laughs) are going through the coronavirus pandemic and now this so oh my gosh that's funny but you know what we like to always flip it around so from going from you hate to see it to you love to see it josh let me tell you something you absolutely love to see and that is that Tell the me, Fresh, the, the fresh Prince Fresh of Bel Air is getting a reunion special to celebrate the Praise show's thirtieth anniversary. So that is
1: amazing news.
0: It is the best news for 2020 so far, I think. Thus These far. Year. Thus far. By been, a long hasn't, hasn't been great news so far. But according to um theloop.com, which is a very interesting website. So the, the loop. I, I, the loop. The loop, the loop.
1: Okay, I thought you said "gloop" with uh, like a it G.
0: G-Loop instead of saying the loop.
1: <laughs> hey, we need to trademark that. I've been on a hot streak of wanting to trademark stuff, so I'm gonna get that domain if it's open. gloop.com. dot mm-hmm.
0: It's gonna be great. So, anyways, according to the loop, uh, it's gonna be a show that's gonna be on HBO Max. So, shout out to HBO Max, and they're gonna be bringing back series regulars: Will Smith, Alfonso Ribeiro, who plays Carlton or Carlton Banks. We have Ashley Banks coming back, Hillary Banks, Ant Viv and DJ Jazzy Jeff are all gonna be returning to this special. That's supposed to be re- it was supposed to be recording in uh and filming in September, but now it's in pushback to October. But the plan is to have okay. it out on HBO Max by November. So Is it gonna, gonna be like a news. like a
1: one like a mini one season thing? Or is, is it gonna be like so. a one episode?
0: See, I'm not sure yet. That that's where the, the details of that have not been released yet. Um, it is going to be interesting to see if they try to do like a fuller house like they did with Full House. Um, I hope like not,
1: because I was I was a Full House fan, and that 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 was just um, as trash.
0: Honestly, the first episode of that was good, and then it just went downhill from there. That's the sad is, part about it, it but sad. we will see. But shout-out to HBO Match for bringing that out. HBO Match is doing good, man. I'm, I'm excited. I've heard some really good things. I haven't gotten it yet, but there are rumors going out around that uh, – the Snyder cut of Justice League will be releasing, which is going to be the three and a half hour cut um, in late uh, 2021. Have you heard, do you know what the rumors around that are? So the rumors are that Dan Snyder, who was the the original director, he had to get out like halfway through filming. So for some reason, so he was the original. And so they had to bring in someone to kind of just like finish his product. So supposedly this is going to be the better version of Justice League that we never got. So we shall see.
1: Going to be honest, Justice League wasn't that great. So hopefully, I mean, it had a lot of great.
0: I I don't think they can make it worse.
1: I I struggle I struggle to say I struggle to to say they can't. Um, I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. see. But the thing is, like the Justice League, every element of that movie if you asked me to put together an all-star cast several of those people would be would be in it you know you got Gal Gadot obviously Obviously. you got Ben Affleck I love Ben Affleck like we've said in the past I think we've mentioned him on you know the last two podcasts all good Ben Affleck great guy playing just a guy from Boston you you know what Bruce Wayne slash Batman isn't Guy from
0: Boston, absolutely oh, not.
1: There's that, uh, you know, freaking Superman. What, what's what's his actual name? I forget. It's um Henry Cavill. Henry, that that guy is a stud. He's just he's just a stud. Yeah, guy, you know, you
0: he's Jason he's the kind Momoa. of guy that you,
1: Jace. My, me and him have the same birthday. If you didn't really? know, we Did do not know that. Well, wow. we we look we're pretty comparable individuals you know i used to have long hair he has very long hair um that's that's it, that's we have birthday. it. <laughs> both caucasian males uh but yeah yeah, yeah. No, no no he's uh i found that out i don't know why a couple years ago i was like it was my birthday it was on my birthday and i uh, imdb has the has like a little slide where it's like you know actors whose birthdays are today and, uh, I was like, I wonder, and I scrolled down and he was the first one. I was like, Oh, that's pretty neat. Not, not the first actor I would have picked, but I'm not mad about it. You're not mad about it. So, you're not mad about it. So, but anyways, back to the movie. I, I think I would like for it to be good. I will watch it. Absolutely. Um, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I gotcha.
0: Okay. So that's my, you love to see it. Josh, tell me something that you love to see.
1: You love to see it. Um, uh, uh, the the artist and current um, inmate uh, R. Kelly um, <laughs> turns out if you mess around with young ladies and you're in jail, uh, you get attacked. So that that happened recently. Usually I'm not I'm not for people getting attacked. In this case, I'm pretty okay with it. Uh, you love to see it, you know, getting his just desserts. Um, this sources said that uh, you know. While he was in his in his cell. It was his it was his roommate, his cellmate um decided that he wanted a, a piece of him. So he, he 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 had his shot. Um from what I understand, he's R. Kelly is, you know, alive. I don't know how well he's doing, but he he is alive and, and stable. So That's
0: funny. You you it's love funny. to see it. A man you don't want to like... see
1: anyone die, but you do want to see people uh get ruffled up a little bit. Yeah.
0: In this case, I'm
1: totally with it.
0: I think it's funny that both of your themes had a theme to it. Uh, It was both about a crappy situation. You know, R. Kelly, who's a crappy individual, and then, you know, just a little crap laying around. Awful person. So
1: So, uh, first off, he's an awful person. Then he goes and ruins weddings. Like, Remix to Ignition is an all-time banger, and now no one can listen to it. No one can play it because that man is a scumbag. And, you know, you could probably get away with it, but there's going to be some guy that's going to listen to it and be like, we're all just going to ignore the fact that he, you know, was messing around with young ladies. So it's just, you hate to see it. You love you to, to see, see it. it man. You, you hate to see the remix to Ignition, all-time banger get ruined, but you love to see the, the, the guy, you know, get uh, just a small portion of what he deserves. There you so. go.
0: There you go. That's, you hate you, to go. See it. you love to see it. Recurring segment. We'll bring it back next segment. episode. But, yeah, so, Josh, going back a little bit into the sports topic, into the sports Absolutely. realm, there's a lot of things going on. Like today, it's been a big day for college football. So, we already know we have the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC coming back. Um, the tent, The Big Ten. Okay, I wouldn't quite go there.
1: I don't know about that. I <laughs> recant <But>, that statement.
0: <laughs> The Big Ten was the first uh, major conference of the Power Five conferences to uh, cancel the season. Well, there's been a lot of stuff going around, a lot of rumors saying that, like, Commissioner Kevin Warren wanted to actually, you know, make a political statement and this and that. So there's a lot going on. But apparently today, him and President Donald Trump, President of the United States of America, had a phone call that lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. about the. That's a lot
1: for a president.
0: That's a lot. Talking about If the you are not another world
1: football. leader, if you're not another world leader and you're talking to the president for 15 minutes, that's a lot.
0: That's a lot. So they so are going to bring it, back
1: college football. Give me, give me the deets, Nick.
0: So here we go. So they had a good conversation, 15 to 20 minutes, talking about how this needs to be, uh, it doesn't need to be a, like a partisan situation. We don't need to bring politics into college sports. We can leave that you know, to the politicians. So th- the concern was with uh, commissioner Warren, you know, having the accessibility to test and the protocols that every school would need to take in order to keep all the players safe. And basically they're, you know, him and Trump came to an agreement that football needs to be played. We need to get it on the field as soon as possible. And so far we're looking at the date being October 10th for the big 10 football season to come back. So only two weeks after, uh, Uh, The other uh, Power 3 conferences are playing. So SEC, Big 12, and ACC are all coming back on September 26th. So that would only put them two weeks behind. So that means they could contend for the uh, playoffs. So it's really exciting news.
1: So I assume they're just going to do conference games? Yeah, that's how they're going to do
0: it. Our main hurdle that we're having to get across right now is going to be having the president's vote to make this happen because the president's voted – Three to 11. Uh, only three were in favor at the time of playing uh, the season. 11 voted no. So now they need six votes to swing. So it could be a nine to five vote so that football can be played. So that's going to be the one thing is that we could get six of the schools to flip their vote and agree to play. But it's really exciting. It's it's really positive things.
1: It, it is. And I, I think it will happen because at the time when they canceled it, the, the world was in – a different place i mean the world's been moving so fast this year from one from one thing to another um and i think at that moment where they voted to not play the college football season um, they were trying to be a leader and they quickly realized that um uh college football isn't the rest of the world no. and they're they're going to play, especially the SEC. You thought the SEC wasn't going to play football? What? What? Get out of here. The SEC, the ACC, I think being known as the conference, w- one of the Power Five conferences that was just like, eh, we're not going to play. Everyone else can play, but we're not going to play. Um, I, I don't – I mean, other professional sports have kind of – Taking the leap to see if we can play organized sports and they've proven that we can. Um, I know a lot of teams are under bubbles and, and, and certain things like that, but um, I think these, these young men, um, if they get the virus, generally speaking, everyone's going to be okay. They're the healthiest members of our society, basically. Right. And uh, they'll be able to bounce back from it the best if they get it on top of that like we mentioned last week, I I do believe that they will be – they're probably safer, you know, at school together under supervision of their coaches um, than they would be just wandering around campus by themselves or, you know, for some of them, just back in their hometowns. So,
0: Absolutely. I think think it's a great look.
1: I think it's a great look. I think that the Big Ten will be back. Um, I, I don't have, I can't find a reason for them not to be back. You know, it just I wouldn't think, make sense.
0: I think we just don't know. We still don't know anything about this virus and especially what's came out like the last two weeks to where the CDC says, you know, asymptomatic really doesn't even exist anymore. And just all these things, especially like with the death rate now, it's saying only 6% of the deaths are actually due completely because of the coronavirus. Everyone else had at least three or more, you know, complex health complications before that. So I think you know, as more information is coming out, you know, we're able to make better decisions instead of just kind of yep. jumping the gun, which is what it seemed like. Well, especially at the time too, once the Big Ten canceled, obviously the Pac-12 being on, you know, the you know west side of the uh, the country, you know, we kind of you could see that happening. You know, a lot of people that whole week were like, "All right, following see it's going to be SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve, but we said, "No, sir." Nah. There's no reason. I think nah. the problem is I think we're too many people were trying to, you know, be ahead of the curve so they could get credit for it. Isn't yeah. That when, when really it's just like you need to wait and see because we don't – like we said, we don't know anything still. So, just let, let's wait and see everything play out. And then if we have to, you know, as it gets closer to time, if we have to cancel it, then so be it. We tried our best, you know. So, I think this is really exciting, really positive news and it's going make for, I mean, a better college football season.
1: Absolutely, it's um I'm very excited to to see how everything rolls out and how everything ends up. Um, gonna be a very interesting college football season. Um, but I'm here for it. You know, I'm here for it. I think Notre Dame put out in a press release a couple days ago that they will have fans in the stands. Uh, on their home opener, um, I didn't read into you know how many what precautions they're doing, but I have been in that stadium if they're playing at home and uh, they got they got plenty of space. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I know um, if, they with to, the, if they have to spread I, out.
0: I know with the SEC, they've all all the teams came out saying you know twenty to twenty five percent capacity. Everyone when they're walking in, you know, wear your mask, and then once you get outside, it is what well, is just kind of like keep your distance. And obviously, the, right. the stadiums are big enough to where. You know, upwards, I know Auburn's like that 87 88,000. Obviously, Bryant Denny's like that 110,000. So, they can, if it's at 25% of that, then you can definitely, you know, space yourself out. So, I think it'll be very good. So,
1: I mean, that's comparable for like some low market NFL teams, yeah. You know, but it, I mean, I mean it, it could it could be more 25,000 people.
0: When you look that, at the that, Los like that Los Angeles stadium that has the Chargers and the Rams, I think it'd sit like what like 40,000 maybe, it's tiny. So
1: when I found out cuz I live in the south and the only thing that matters is Jesus and college football and barbecue, um pretty much in that order. Um and I had always heard of, you know, college football stadiums like Brian Denny, 110,000 people. Like that's that's not like excessive to me. That's like I mean, it's big, but that's not excessive. And then I I started hearing that, you know, uh other professional football stadiums, like eighty thousand was like a ton, like a lot. Yeah. And you know, most of them hovered around forty or fifty. That that's that's wild to me. That is really so is wild to me. So you got these yeah, I mean, these things are freaking Coliseums. I love it.
0: I love it. That's great. So, So, yeah, so going from that, transitioning from college into NFL for a second, there are rumors going around. um, The Jacksonville Jaguars have released star running back Leonard Fournette with hopes, from what they're saying, to try to taint so that they can get Trevor Lawrence in the draft. But what's crazy about this, Josh, a lot of rumors are going around that they're going to try to make a bid at Dabo Sweeney, the head coach of the Clemson Tigers. Oh, shoot. So the for one. Exactly. So getting Trevor Lawrence and Dabo Sweeney together. I mean, that's one of those like best case scenarios for the Jags. I do not think that's gonna yeah. happen. Absolutely no. do not think that's gonna happen.
1: Absolutely. well I think they can make it happen. If they tank enough, I don't think that they're going to convincing they got Gardner Minshew and that's that's my boy, man. I I love Gardner. He he reminds he, me of Uncle Rico from Napoleon like, Dynamite. It's great.
0: He's like but he's like Baker Mayfield, but I don't think Gardner Minshew's not your like ten year plan. He's like, all right, for he's the not. Next no, two no, no, weeks, no. We'll be okay. That
1: that's the thing. I don't. He's not a ten year plan. If we're being honest, I don't know that he's going to win him a Super Bowl. I, I don't know that he's going to get him anywhere close. But the man is not going to just you know flounder so that he can get his job taken. I, I think he'll win just enough games to to have him picking. I, you know at least in the double digits at least um I could be wrong you know there could just be some awful play calling and uh, what what have you but I have a hard time believing that, that um they they flounder and tank enough to have first pick maybe maybe an earlier pick so they can trade up but they're gonna have to I mean they'll have to sell their souls basically to get Trevor Lawrence so I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Uh,
0: um, I definitely know that Dabo Sweeney is going to be li- leaving uh, Clemson anytime soon. I think mm-hmm. he is in a perfect spot. He's almost like – he's almost gained the ground that Nick Saban has in Tuscaloosa at Clemson.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And it's absolutely. because the last five, six years, he's been to the playoffs every year, which is an amazing yeah. stat. So – He's not leaving. I think he's he's definitely gonna have a, a statue outside there, pretty soon. Yeah, uh, we'll see. It's very interesting.
1: I think, I think he's on that track. I think Ed Odron has a, a good start to be on that track. Uh, how, he's been at uh, LSU for.
0: He's only been the head coach for I've, like two or three years. Because he's only—that's what Les, I was thinking. Because Les Miles was at LSU for forever, as long as I can remember. So yeah, so
1: he, he's only been there two or three years, and he is—you know—he's he, really turned him around. And I mean, obviously, last season won a national championship. Obviously, it's kind of easy—not it, easy. It's easier when you have Joe Burrow, but um, I, I think he'll uh, if if he keeps it up and heads in that direction, I think. It's going to be really exciting for the next three or four seasons with you know, just the battle between LSU and Clemson and Bama and you know, what other teams try to kind of rise to the top. Um, I, I think it's really, really fun. It, it's fun when your team is just super dominant in a dynasty for 10 years in a row or whatever, if you're an Alabama fan. But I think it's, it's exceptional when you have three or four or five just elite-level teams.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um that that's when it gets real fun.
0: Absolutely. So absolutely. All right, Josh, you have anything else you want to add to the sports topic for this week?
1: The sports topic this week, um the NFL season is kicking off September tenth. The Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions of the world, uh defending their title this season. Uh they're playing Houston. It's gonna be the first game of the season. It's gonna be electric. I have no idea what time that day uh, kickoff is, but uh, it's, it's going to be a good game. How do you think it's going to um, iron out?
0: I mean, I think it's going to be a great matchup. We have Patrick Mahomes playing Deshaun Watson. I think that's two of the best young quarterbacks. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is the best player in the league right now, but Deshaun Watson has to be top ten. I think if he had some real weapons and a real offensive line in front of him, which he already has some good weapons at Houston. But if he got an offensive line, I think he could be top three quarterback in the league right now. So he's also – that's also a Clemson product, Deshaun Watson. So it's funny. You just see the Clemson effect with uh, Davo Sweeney. Um, But, yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think Kansas City will come out on top. But I think it's going to be a shootout. Probably, like, honestly, 42-35 or, like, 49-42 in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs defending – champions of the world but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game i look it. it's gonna be it. a good
1: game i'm definitely gonna watch it i you know just sports i growing up i you know i love always love sports but watching sports on tv was never kind of a thing for me um definitely becoming an old man and i just just consuming sport watching teams i have no business watching i, I don't care who's playing or whatever. I just want sports and, and football, college football, NFL football. Can't wait to watch it. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. Um, really loving Patrick Mahomes right now. You know, Kansas City Royals owner, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think it's going to be a great, a great matchup. You know what else is going to be a great matchup, Nick? What? If it, if, it, if it comes out. So, in the UFC, there is, there is a little title which name I will not repeat on here, but it is to find out who is the baddest man in the octagon.
0: Okay. They've
1: had this competition once. It's against Jorge Masvidal, the man that, quote, sends people to the shadow realm. He baptizes them by knocking them out. That's what he wants to do against Nate Diaz. Oof. It's going to be electric. They fought once. Masvidal won. Masvidal kind of actually came out of nowhere. He, uh, he spent his early UFC career kind of as a journeyman, you know, winning some, losing some, and then something happened. And he flipped that switch, and he, he just turned into an animal, started winning a lot of matches. Um, he fought uh, in, in the championship fight uh, for Fight Island. I forget which weight class. Um, ended up losing that fight. It was an awful fight. Granted, he was called in literally like the week before, so um, getting called in for a, a championship match uh, the week before not the easiest thing to do. I think he especially did well. Gl-
0: especially in a global pandemic, it's like hey man, can you fight a championship round like next? Week? Hey,
1: it's a global pandemic. Uh, we're doing this fight in Abu Dhabi. You have to get COVID tested. You have to be quarantined for like forty-eight hours um also there's not going to be any fans it's just going to be your corner and it's just going to be media um we need you to fight in one week are you ready absolutely
0: crazy. he absolutely said crazy. he said
1: absolutely he lost um i think he did about as well as he could not a great fight this going to be a great fight guaranteed banger all-time great ufc bout like i said they fought before masvidal came out with the champ dana white made a whole new belt for this it's not a championship belt it's just a bad mama jama belt a bad killer belt and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight uh it's not all the details haven't been ironed out they're aiming for january um is it going to be pay per view,
0: or is it going to be like on ESPN? Do you know? A
1: thousand percent pay per view. There is <laughs> absolutely no way that they're going to let this just kind of slide by and and just be on ESPN. The thing is, you know uh, what?
0: Like Dana White is one of the best just promoters and just hype men. He he's one of the best 1, marketers. Dana White knows what the freak. Dana White is doing. So of
1: course he just made a belt for two guys that claim to be the baddest men alive. He's like, all right, we'll figure it out. You're not going to win a championship, yeah. but we're going to get some money out it's of like, this. You might, not be a,
0: you might not be a champion after this, but you're just the baddest man in the octagon right now. That's phenomenal.
1: And everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah. I, I think it's crazy. Um, I'm really thing, hoping they get the details figured out and yeah. uh, we get to watch it. What were you saying?
0: One thing I know about Nate Diaz is like first round, he's going to get hit right at the eyebrow and he's just trying to start gushing blood from right there He has every single fight it never fails the diaz brothers it's they bleed the so same easily.
1: picture every fight
0: like literally the diaz brothers bleed so easily
1: <laughs> just above the eyebrow just everything else eyebrow. is fine it's just above the eyebrow and it just it swells up quick so
0: that part of like the brain of the head just has to be like gone at that point it's happened every single fight <laughs>
1: every fight man it's just, i wonder
0: i wonder you wonder how like when they're like kids you know and they're just like housing, how many times like they had to get stitches as like kids you know and their their parents are just like hey nate relax and then boom he's just bleeding like, right there and it freaks them out like the first time then the 20th time when they're like seven you're like okay well this is a they recurring just get thing used to it exactly
1: you get used to blood running in your face so
0: yeah. but yeah, them up. so
1: Toughens them up. So hopefully everything, uh, they they get that worked out. I imagine they will. You know, if you claim to be the baddest man alive, the baddest man in the octagon, I don't imagine you make too too many demands uh, yeah. to climb in the ring and and fight for that title again. So
0: just way too early prediction. Who you got in the fight? Mazzarol. Okay, I'll go, uh, the, I'll go with I'll go I'll go with Diaz.
1: Strictly because he, he fought most recently, and uh, his recency bias, and I like him more. He's got dreads. He's, uh, he's a crazy man. He's a crazy okay. man. So is Nate Diaz. Absolutely, Nate Diaz is a crazy man.
0: I mean, Nate Diaz so, has beaten Conor McGregor, so that's why. Even though Mazda already beat Nate Diaz, I don't think Nate Diaz loses twice to this man. My own no, personal opinion.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. So are you so, switching your pick then? No. You, okay. I
1: don't know. Recency bias. It's I'm locking it in. I'm not giving it a guarantee stamp, but I'm locking it in. Um. Right now,
0: okay. There we go. So,
1: I will lock in this pick this weekend. You know what this weekend is, Nick?
0: Kentucky Derby. It's a
1: Kentucky Derby. It's the Kentucky Derby. It's the run. It's either the run for the roses or the run of the roses. I completely forget. It's. I love it, Nick. I love horse racing. It's. Uh, it's an. It's an electric. It's the most exciting two minutes of sports, as they say. Um, and there's a horse called Tis the Law. That I believe won the Belmont Stakes. Uh, it's, it's another it's another race in the Triple Crown. Usually, it kicks off with the the Kentucky Derby, but given this year, things have kind of been jostled around, and uh, Belmont went first. The big Kentucky Derby, and then the Prinkness to to close out the Triple Crown. So, if Tis the Law wins uh, the Kentucky Derby, he'll be on his way. Uh, he'll be one one race to win away one crown. victory away from that triple crown man and not get, a lot of horses do that It'd not a great. lot
0: of horses do it
1: could you imagine that a triple crown in a coronavirus pandemic that would be bananas
0: so and I, I wouldn't be shocked at this point 2020 it is what it is <laughs>
1: 2020 it is what it is so um i'm keeping my eyes peeled for that uh okay. i think it'll be fun um Obviously, it won't be as cool. Usually, you know, you watch the broadcast and you got all these reporters with all these crazy hats and seersucker Oh, they're
0: ridiculous outfits. That's part of the fun, though.
1: Interviewing people like Tom Brady and, like, Patrick Mahomes. It's just A-list everybody. This year won't be as much of that, you know, obvious reasons. So, um, I'm still looking.
0: I would go. Why why not? I'd suit up. That's something I'd love to do. An
1: excuse to wear a seersucker suit and, like, a straw top hat? Or whatever absolutely. carnival Barker hat, absolutely 100%. So it's uh, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be exciting. Um, yeah, okay, can't wait. Very can't nice, wait.
0: Can't, wait. can't wait. So, okay, so there we go. That's our sports topic. This week was really sports heavy. There wasn't much going on for real, for all pop culture this week, which is what I noticed. No. So, we'll, we'll, we'll skip that for this week. We do have a date for the back, <laughs> it is coming out October the 13th, Tuesday nights on ABC due to a. Dancing with the Stars airing on Monday. So that's going to be a new thing. Bachelorette's going to be on Tuesdays. Um, and, yeah, so can't wait to kind of to talk about that a little bit. It's going to be very interesting. This I know season you one. can't wait. <laughs> I know. You know I can't wait. This is – I, I might point. watch it.
1: Should I watch it this season Complete in the completeness?
0: You, you say that every – like the last two years you've said, I'm going to watch it this year. I know. And then you'll watch You'll watch episode one, and you'll love it, and then you'll just fall off.
1: I always watch episode one. I'm, I'm the biggest episode one stand there is. Watch episode one, get to know some people. So that way when other people are talking, you can be like, oh yeah, that guy's still in there. He's cool.
0: Absolutely. So. It's going to be interesting. So quarantine version of The Bachelor, we will see that October the 13th, ABC 7, 8 Central on Tuesdays. All right, so moving into our little last topic to talk about the film world. As Josh, you are very passionate about Right after we cinema. recorded, cinema. Right after we recorded our last episode, literally an hour later. That should know, have
1: been our. You hate to see it.
0: I know, right? You hate to see it. The freaking first trailer for Robert Pattinson's Batman was released to the world. Josh, give me your thoughts on it.
1: It looks electric. It's dark. It's grungy. It's got. It's futuristic. Not futuristic, but it's like it's very much modern day common. But it does have plenty of like callbacks to the og the batmobile is not as ridiculous as maybe the yeah. christian bale although the christian bale batmobile was electric it turned into a motorcycle yeah. what what so there's that but also um it just it, it looks so so good the the trailer looked so good um i I have zero faith in DC. I think it's going to be awful. I think it's going to flop, but I'm going to watch it. I got high hopes for it. Um, that's my opinion. I, I want to be proved wrong, Nick. I want to be proved wrong. I want to walk out of that theater and be like, I was wrong. This movie was awesome because I love Batman.
0: I don't know. It's what very interesting. I think this. This trailer is definitely different than anything DC's ever put out just because it seems like the last several movies that DC put out, whether it was Batman versus Superman, Justice League, um, Wonder Woman. What else do we have? Uh, Aquaman. It's like, they gave the plot, like you knew exactly what was going to happen in that movie just based off the trailer. And with this trailer, I honestly don't have a clue what's going to happen. Obviously we all are very familiar with the story of Batman, Bruce Wayne we all know, yeah. but like we don't have any real, real direction where the movie is actually going to take us. Which I actually, that actually excites me because it's like, okay, maybe DC, maybe you're learning, but obviously they don't have a great track record. So, no, we'll see. and it was the
1: first. It was the it's the first freaking trailer. Yeah. So, I don't and know, I think I we're like, uh, we got the, the what is it the the Riddler is that who we're dealing with we this episode. Riddler. I think
0: this we have one episode. more.
1: This this movie. Uh, this movie. <laughs>
0: So and We have the rhythm. Obviously, I I think we will have one more villain. Like your point, talking about like the Batmobile and stuff. I do believe that this movie is set to be like when you know Batman in his earlier days. So obviously, all this stuff yeah. is not going to be just a one out the bat. You know, he's going to kind of as time goes on. Obviously, you know, get better and better. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I think you know whenever Robert Pattinson was chosen, there was a lot of you know negativity towards that. But we'll see. You know, I'm not. I'm not too optimistic about it, but I will see it, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm ever since the the um, Christopher Nolan Christian Bale Batman. I, I just I will watch every Batman for the rest of my life. It's just yeah. it's gonna happen, and I don't think any of them will be topped. You yeah. know, I, I think uh, you know the Christian Bale Batman. All three of them, I, they get better. They get better. I think, you know, the the Dark Knight, um, probably the best. It, it definitely goes two, three, one. Um, but one is, is definitely, it can hold its own. Absolutely. Uh, Scarecrow. I think they made, I think Scarecrow, probably one of Loki, the most, um, not Loki, definitely the worst Batman villain. Um, it's a toss-up between him and, uh, Penguin, I would, I would say. Um, but I think they made it, they made it work. They made it work. Um, with, uh, w- what's his name? Uh, McCle- or, uh, I forget what his name is. Ian McClellick or something like that. Um, I'm probably definitely very wrong, but he, I think he did a great job, uh, as the, uh, the Scarecrow. So. Um, but I, I really – I want it to be good. I want it to be good so much so the bar is set so, so, so high.
0: Um, I don't think it's going to compete with Marvel, though. It's It not. can't.
1: It can't. I mean, it can. We'll see. If,
0: but, Marvel, but, if Marvel just bought out DC, I think it would be good, but obviously that would never happen.
1: Marvel just has – Everything is quality and done with excellence as far as the films. And on top of that, they have all sort of intertwining stories that they, they work. Have, they just have a really good,
0: de- they have a formula, they have a formula and the formula They have a works. formula.
1: Exactly. They have a formula and you know, some people might complain about it. I'm not, I'm not complaining nope. about it. They're great. I'm mad that all the Marvel movies got pushed back. What? Six months a year.
0: Yeah. So, very tough. You really hate to see that.
1: <laughs> that's the, another. You really, I, really hate to see it. I mean,
0: Black Widow is supposed to come out in May, and now it's not coming out until November. So that's it's very tough. I means the Thor movie is not going to come out until uh, oh, 2022. So we have to wait, you know, like a, another year and a half before that. So. Oh, but wow. yeah, Josh, do you have anything else in the world of cinema that you would like to bring up, or is that...
1: I, I don't. I don't. Um... I watched a movie last night with Chris Hemsworth in it. Uh, He was a villain. That was weird. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it was. uh, I think it was called uh, a Bad Time at the El Royale. Um, It was a very twisty, turny movie with a lot of. It had like eight characters, and each you know character had their own story backline. It's a movie that I would like, and you would get infuriated by because it just keeps like jumping around so okay um, but Chris well, Hemsworth was the uh the bad guy and that just threw me off I was weird. having a great time an hour and a half through the movie and then Chris Hemsworth shows up and I'm like whoa, whoa 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 also he had a mustache so very strange very very strange but interesting here we are so you got anything else you want to add
0: do not I think that's gonna wrap it out for this gonna week. Wrap it up, man. listeners we appreciate you faithfully tuning in this crazy journey over the last really i think it's been about three years now
1: Jeez, three years
0: which is crazy but we have some honestly we have some exciting things that hopefully soon we'll be announcing and bringing to the table for y'all we don't want to give away too much we want to actually put in action you know instead of just talking because in Definitely. the past that's what we did we did a little too much talking without enough execution but we're we're grown-ups now we're men so now we have we know what we want now so, this is it's going to be an, an exciting turn for the future, and we can't wait for you all to continue the journey with us. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Can't all wait. right, guys, it's been another exciting episode of Young Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Nick Borden. I'm Joshua Robinson. And we will see you next time. Thank you.